The Boiler Upload podcast is brought to you, as always, by Reindeer Shuttle. Lafayette may be getting commercial service at the Purdue Airport soon, but Reindeer Shuttle will still take you to the Indianapolis or O'Hare Airport from campus with multiple trips per day. Just remember to go to ReindeerShuttle.com to book your next trip because, as we always say, driving to the airport sucks. Hello and welcome to the Boiler Upload Podcast. I'm Casey Bartley and I'm excited today. One of my favorite Wisconsin followers, Drew Ham from the BadgerNotes.com. Drew, how are you doing today? I am well. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's a little bit of a sore morning for Wisconsin fans. A overtime loss to Nebraska, something Purdue fans will be familiar with. Uh, so what happened last night, Drew? Well... I don't know. Nebraska is the worst and I hate them. <laughs> and they just, whenever Wisconsin plays on the road at Nebraska, mm. they build an insurmountable lead and then they blow it in the second half and lose in overtime. Uh, it's been two years in a row. And I expect for that to happen every year until the heat death of the universe now. And uh Wisconsin is just, uh, they played well in the first half, like they've been playing all year. Mm. And then in the second half was like they forgot how to play basketball and they were turning the ball over and they couldn't shoot. And Nebraska, on the other hand, couldn't miss. And that's uh, a recipe for a big comeback win at home. Yeah, pretty similar script in the sense of Wilcher goes crazy. Um, Fred Hoiberg. Are you as surprised as I am that he's actually a good coach? Uh, yeah, I just always thought he was handsome. And that's right. why things worked for him. Was people were like, yeah, we'll do what the good looking guy says. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird how when he like out coaches somebody. Yeah, he, he's done it to Painter a couple times. Um, looks like he got the best of Greg Gard last night. And it, interesting that. Uh, you were telling me this a little before uh, Tominaga spent a lot of the second half on the bench. He's a guy who has been particularly dangerous against Purdue, but the fact Nebraska has multiple answers. Um, does it, did this game highlight issues Wisconsin's had all season or was this just Nebraska doing something different? Yeah, I, I really don't think there's, there was some sort of secret sauce that Nebraska has exposed in the Badgers. I think they just decided to not miss in the second half. Mm. Uh, the, cra- the crowd got back in the game and Wisconsin got a little flustered and it just kind of snowballed from there. Because, you know, the, the first half, like Wisconsin was up by whatever, 15, 16 right. points. Like it was just, you know, the, the tale of two halves, as they say. And so I don't think there was anything Purdue would – specifically be able to look at to be like oh we definitely need to do this mm-hmm. i think that their Purdue's game plan probably will be the same as it was yesterday then yeah. after watching the game painter's game plans are usually pretty uh pretty similar game to game as well uh one of my favorite things about following you on twitter is the way you uh describe things how do you describe <laughs> this wisconsin team because I've had a hard time making sense of them all year. They're, <clears throat> they're tough to describe because they're unlike a lot of Wisconsin teams mm-hmm. in recent memory. They're they're fun. 
they play good <laughs> they play like appealing offense to, to even to watch uh they're it's kind of similar to you know the wisconsin final four teams from you know a decade ago everybody was all like oh wisconsin's slow and plodding and boring and like those teams weren't sure they were deliberate in their offense and they weren't running fast breaks but they were fun to watch mm-hmm. and uh and this team is is kind of similar i don't think they're quite as good as those teams but you know they're fun and they actually do cool stuff on offense and it's not the you know Bo Ryan Dick Bennett we got five guys who are gonna bore you to death like uh there's some exciting players who can who can shoot and uh I think it's just it's a a fun change of pace and I know that fans of other teams who don't watch Wisconsin closely Mm. like they come away from games this year being like oh that was unexpected and it's uh you know it i think the game against purdue is going to be i think it'll be a a a really fun one with Mm -hmm. two teams like wisconsin's had a really good offense this year but if i'm not mistaken purdue has had in the country this year and so yeah so i i just Wisconsin's defense hasn't been as good as it has been in the past. So I can see this one being kind of a, a bit of a shootout almost, which is again, weird to say about a Wisconsin basketball game. How much is the addition of AJ store just a reason for that entertainment and Wisconsin looking like a different basketball team? I mean, I say upwards of 90%. <laughs> like, like the, there isn't, a big difference in terms of last year's team to this year's team right. in terms of the players who are playing the most outside of AJ store who transferred in from, from St. John's this off season and is kind of a player in the mold of like Johnny Davis was for the Badgers a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, an athletic wing who can get R. his R. own shot. RIP Johnny Davis. No. He's- yeah. I mean, he, uh, He's in the depths of the G League somewhere, <laughs> hopefully hopefully figuring his, his game out. But yeah, but Johnny Davis was an excellent college player. Correct. And he was uh right, like a, a guy that you don't normally associate with Wisconsin, although they've had a couple similar players to right. him. But yeah, Storr has come in and he can he can get to the basket uh against just about anybody. He is a, a good shooter. His defense has been better than advertised, although I would not call it a strength. But on uh, on offense, he has been uh, a real catalyst for what the Badgers have, how they've had success this year. All right, Drew. So obviously uh, you've seen some Purdue this season. Where do you see Wisconsin giving them issues? I think that Wisconsin's guards are good and they are good in in multiple ways uh they can trucky hepburn and uh max Klesmith can both score going to the basket or shooting from distance and they can also affect the game outside of scoring trucky mm. hepburn who was one of our leading scorers last year hasn't scored particularly well this year but he hasn't had to he has mm. filled more of a kind of old school traditional point guard facilitator role and 
he's able to take over a game and score if he needs to, but he just hasn't had to due to all the other options. I think Wisconsin could give uh, Smith uh, a little trouble on the perimeter that way. Um, Crowell could maybe pull Edie out of the paint some on, on when Wisconsin's on offense. He is a, a capable shooter. He mm. hasn't been as willing this year. I'd say it's so, been less this year, right? Yeah, he he can definitely make them, but he's just not taking them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that'll be something that increases when you have uh, a dominant post presence like Edie on the other right. side who can control the paint. You kind of want to get him out of there as often as possible. Right. So that might be something uh, the crowd looks to do. But then, you know, not that I'm in the business of giving Purdue tips, but you could just put Edie on Tyler Wall, who right. couldn't make a three if his life depended on it. And then, <laughs> you know, that that'd be that would be fine. But yeah, I mean, I think these two teams are are pretty evenly matched for the most part in a lot of areas. There are no kind of glaring mm-hmm. spots where I'm like, oh yeah, Wisconsin needs to hammer this and then Purdue's in trouble. Like, I have one. Okay. If at any point Fletcher Lawyer gets put on store, you might want to just keep doing that in isolation over and over. Sure. Getting the, the, the switch there that you'd like, I, I can see store then, you know, licking his chops. Mm. But I, again, I, I think Purdue will try very hard to not have that happen. And then, you know. Do you- my concern is generally they hide lawyer on the big guy, the the taller wing and not on the shooter or the on ball guy. So the options are Klesmet, Hepburn or store. That puts Purdue in a pickle. Yeah. I mean, if I, I guess had to pick, you might then want to put him on Hepburn just because he's been the least likely to right. score, but then he could get into the paint pretty mm-hmm. easily and create, you know, four on three chances for, for layups. So yeah, it, it's kind of, you know, that's what it's become like in the NBA playoffs. You can't have a guy who gets hunted on every possession. Right. And so I, I'm sure, you know, guard and company will be trying to do that as, as best as possible uh, to isolate lawyer. Yeah. it's It could be a game where lawyer ends up on the bench a little more than uh, normal on the road, but. Uh, Painter's been hesitant to do that as well. Uh, one thing I'm always fascinated by when watching Wisconsin, especially uh, Crawl and Wall together, they seem to be really good out of the double in the post. Um, how much does this offense thrive on just getting those easy rotations um, with defenses? So it's it's funny you bring that up because if you watched the Nebraska game last night, they were were very quick to kind of flood Crowell as soon as he got the ball, sending a a second body right at him. Mm -hmm. And in the first half, Wisconsin was able to rotate the ball, and then they were up, what, 15, 16 points. Then in the second half, they kind of got away from that. Mm. Lo and behold, Nebraska came back. Wisconsin ends up losing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Working it from the inside out with with Crowell and Wall is uh, an important part of Wisconsin's offense. Crowell is is tall. Obviously, that helps him. Not taller than Edie, but, you know, he's a seven-footer. And so he can kind of see over a lot of defenses and make passes that way. 
wall uh, for all of his shortcomings that I've bemoaned online is a, is a very good player in the post dribbling. He is deliberate and he won't get sped up no matter who's guarding him, even if it's two guys. And so he'll take his time and he'll make the right pass more often than not. Mm. They're just, they're too, you know, it's, they're very talented at that. And it's not something uh, a lot of big guys are good at, but they are both veterans of, you know, big 10 basketball. So they've kind of seen all that defenses can throw at them. Yeah. Uh, Let's check in on the vibes of this game. Are these the two best teams in the big 10? It kind of seems like it. That <laughs> I I don't know. I was, you know, preseason Purdue was pretty clearly mm-hmm. the choices, you know, the best team if you were gonna be contrarian, the second best team in in the conference. Uh I think Wisconsin to start the season, people pretty generally were like, they'll be better than they were last year, but I don't even think the the rosiest outlook from the Homerist Badger writer was like, yep, in February, they'll be playing Purdue for first place in the conference. <laughs> like that seemed a bit out of reach. Right. But I, the Badgers have been playing this well pretty much all year. Mm. And so they've kind of earned the, the benefit of the doubt, in my mind, as the second best team in the conference with Purdue. I know it's, you know, still a competition right now, but I Purdue is still the best team in the league, no matter what the the standings say right now. But I think this is a, this is a big one. This is the biggest game of the season so far in the conference. And the, the Cole center should be rocking, which it isn't always, but for games like this, yeah, this is, I mean, a bit of a a sidebar, I guess, but Mm -hmm. I, people think it's a, a great arena for for basketball and i would disagree i think for mm. games like this uh ah. it is but it is consistently i would say average to below average in mm. the conference i just it, it's just not great the the student section it would be better if it was surrounding the the court mm-hmm. uh and then there's sometimes some some apathy in the second and third decks as far as like the regular uh ticket holders than the non-students but for for a game like this it'll be it'll be electric from from start to finish uh, the arena itself is great by the way wow. yeah it's a, it's a wonderful place to watch yes. a basketball game uh and a hockey game it, there it's a it's a great venue for hmm. for that and uh wisconsin is is lucky to have it but uh the the atmosphere isn't always as good as you might think listening to you know announcers talk about it yeah i mean purdue's been able to pull out good atmospheres from northwestern um rutgers so right those games are a little little sleepier at the cole center when uh (laughs) when rutgers is in town um what i'm always curious I, i feel like a little bit like big 10 like purdue and wisconsin fans kind of share a little a little heart line of just similarities and do the right things, not, you know, overly athletic teams. Is that how Wisconsin feels about Purdue? Like there's a mutual respect. 
that I don't think exists between every school in the Big Ten, between the two. Yeah, I think they're. I think Wisconsin fans admire Matt Painter mm-hmm. as a coach. Uh, I think Wisconsin and Purdue end up going after a decent amount of the same players. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm particularly upset with was uh, the kid from from Wyzetta, uh Heidi Camden, because mm. he yeah. that Wyzetta is the high school my kids will go to. So no I, kidding. Okay. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I've seen him play, and Wisconsin was in on him pretty early, uh, and I was like hoping he'd be a Badger, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it, I it, I would be tough to say no to, to Matt Painter and Purdue. I. His father went to Purdue as well. If that if that makes it hurt less, it, it does. And <laughs> like that, I mean, my father went to Wisconsin, so, you know, so <laughs> I, I, I understand that that pull. But uh, I think that there is definitely a, a sense of I don't know if camaraderie is the correct word, but if like oh, if I lived in Indiana, I would mm-hmm. cheer for Purdue over Not Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for for some of the the Wisconsin fan base, um, I know just it won't be that way on this weekend. No, of course. No, no, no. but you know, in uh, in terms of like tiers of teams, Wisconsin fans dislike. Right, Purdue would be, I think, more towards the bottom than the top. Yeah, bottom but- being good here teams we like i know that's confusing (laughs) like like purdue fans i think pretty jealous of any like final four run but i think they were pretty excited about wisconsin getting there and showing it's possible you 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 can do it with uh without all the five stars right and and i think you know i know wisconsin i know can rub a lot of people the wrong way i know people didn't like bo ryan because he's you know he's pretty animated in the way like a like a Fran McCaffrey sort of situation where just, you know there are pictures of Bo Ryan where he just looks like the angriest dude in the world right, right. Where, like yelling at a ref and I and I get that like I I always loved Bo Ryan just because he was the coach of my favorite team right. also because he was from the Philadelphia suburbs like I am and so <laughs> he, uh you know I recognize where he got his like basketball sensibilities from right but I think Wisconsin can be a pretty likable team, uh, especially this year when they've got, you know, fun dudes, but like those final four teams, I thought they were, they were fun. And those guys were like living up the college experience, Kaminsky and Nigel Hayes and and Sam Decker and all that. So. Yeah. I think there's a world, like if Chucky Hepburn is playing at like any other school in the big 10, he would be on some lists. I don't think he'd be loved. Uh, but how do you feel this game's going to go then? You got a score prediction. Uh, you feeling good about Wisconsin? You get them at home early. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling as good as I was 24 hours ago. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, man, I, I'm just, I'm bad at score predictions. Mm-hmm. I think that this game will be high scoring comparably to most big 10 basketball games. I think both teams offenses are their better unit. Uh, I think it being at home definitely gives Wisconsin a couple points in terms of like the, whatever the spread is. I honestly, I haven't even looked. I I don't know. Actually. Yeah. I would assume it's 
relatively close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, I think Wisconsin can win. I do. But if I had to like put odds on it, I would probably be like 53% Purdue wins, mm-hmm. 47% Wisconsin wins. Like it, I think it'll be close. I think maybe if Edie gets in foul trouble, uh, then it might flip, but Edie could also get Crowell in foul trouble pretty quickly. And then our backup big is a, a freshman, Nolan Winter, who is good, but is not going to be able to guard Edie with a baseball bat. So it's like <laughs> Crowell needs to, I don't know, keep his hands straight up. Yeah, I'm not seeing a line for it yet, which I guess makes sense. The game's on Sunday. Um, if I'm feeling good for Purdue, it's that I don't think Wisconsin's bigs are going to make it uncomfortable for Edie, because I think Edie likes to play slow on defense, and they allow him to do that. Um, and if Edie's comfortable, I'm probably going to take Purdue. Same time, Purdue's not been great on the road. Um, store absolutely scares me. Klesman scares me. I think it will definitely be a good basketball game. It, it, it's going to be weird if I'm at Wisconsin watching a game and it's 80 to 80. Right? Like, I think the last time I was there was when um, Wisconsin beat them. They upset that it, it was like the worst Wisconsin team in the last five years. And he knocked off. <sighs> Was it Dakota Matthias Boilers still? And it was something ugly. Well, yeah, the, a lot of those games have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know the, the Cole Center scoreboard went as high as like 80 points. <laughs> I thought they have to like add new bulbs to it. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I think this one, will, this one will shock a lot of uh, neutral observers from around That's the right. country. That's right. Uh, Drew, I appreciate you coming on with me. Where can everyone find your stuff? Uh, I, I write for, for Badger Notes, which you can find at badgernotes.com. Mm-hmm. And if you are a daring individual, you can find <laughs> me on Twitter at my name with the number five. Uh, it's not all Wisconsin stuff. It's out there most of the time. But, you know, <laughs> we, have, we have fun and we like to uh, shoot the breeze online with our pals. So, yeah. yeah. You're a big uh, Philly sports fan, I believe, as well. Um, Unfortunately, yes, yeah. that is. Uh, that well, it's is not simple. boring, at least. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's never uninteresting. That is 100% true. <laughs> All right, Drew. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, this has been the Boiler Upload podcast. Uh, go ahead and rate, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Thanks for listening.